Well, okay. Happy Friday. We made it. It's Friday, September 2nd, 2022. Thank you for listening, my friends. Good morning. Uh, it's First Thing with Kevin Mano. That's me. Hi. A couple A-listers celebrating birthdays today. Selma Hayek and Keanu Reeves. Love them both. Happy birthday. Also, uh, we're staring down the barrel of Labor Day weekend here. Celebrated on the first Monday in September it is a day dedicated to the contributions and achievements of American workers. I hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Today's not Labor Day, but you get it. Uh, all right, let's dive in, friends. We're going to start with your top story. We are just 67 days away from the midterm elections, so get ready to see a lot more ads and hear a lot more political bickering. Uh, President Biden delivered a primetime speech last night at Independence Hall in Philadelphia, which is where he held his official campaign kickoff rally back in 2019. In his speech, he accused former President Trump and his allies of undermining American democracy and called on voters to reject, quote, extremism. Uh, meanwhile, a new poll shows that 67% of American voters are concerned that American democracy is on the verge of collapse. That's up 9% since the same poll was taken in January. And that 67% seems to be split down the middle. So the left and the right are both fearful of this collapse. Uh, it seems the divide in this country is not getting any narrower. Uh, it's going to be a heated couple months ahead of those midterms. On to a couple sports headlines now. Let's start with your daily update on Serena Williams. She and her sister Venus lost last night. They were knocked out of doubles play at the U.S. Open by their competitors from the Czech Republic. Uh, not to make any excuses, but they were a wild card in the tournament and haven't really played together since 2018. But, uh, oh well, a little rusty. Uh, in singles action, Serena is back on the court tonight for round three. Go get him. Also, one of the headlines out of the tournament was a Ukrainian player choosing not to shake hands with her Belarusian opponent following their match. They instead simply tapped rackets. Belarus has been on the uh, the Russian side of the war in Ukraine. When asked about it, Marta, the Ukrainian player, said, quote, We had a great match. Don't get me wrong. She's a great competitor. I respect her as an athlete, but that has nothing to do with her being a human being. Uh, the other big story at the moment, college football is officially back. Come on, week one is underway. There were a few games yesterday, one tonight between Western Michigan and Michigan State, and a ton of games tomorrow. Uh-huh, on to some entertainment headlines now in relationship news. I'm seeing tons of headlines this morning about a rumored fight between Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen, uh, but that stuff always seems too private and speculative for me to talk about. I don't know, I'm, I'm letting you know these headlines are out there, but there may be nothing at all to them. Uh, Australia's 60 Minutes is airing a brand new interview with Kevin Federline this Sunday night. And while I don't know what is said in the interview, I'm sure we can expect a response from Brittany shortly thereafter. The two of them have been going at it publicly lately. It just came out that when actress Anne Hayes passed away last month, she did not have a will. So now her oldest son, Homer, he's 20, he's, uh, he's filed paperwork asking for control of her assets. He's stating that he and his younger brother, Atlas, are the rightful heirs to her estate. Actress Jessica Chastain just took a trip to Ukraine. She said the most life-changing part of it was her stop at a children's hospital where she obviously met with a bunch of kids. I have a video that she posted along with her words describing it up in our Instagram stories right now if you want to see that. Oh, and uh, I mentioned yesterday that it was Gloria Estefan's birthday. To celebrate, she got her very own signature Barbie. I have her video linked in our stories if you want to see that. All right, all right. 
right, all right. On to some movie and TV news now. We heard a while ago that Lindsay Lohan signed on to make two movies with Netflix. The first is called Falling for Christmas, and it's set to debut in November. The new news here is movie number two. Netflix just announced that it'll be called Irish Wish, and Lindsay's character attends a wedding in Ireland between, get this, her best friend and the love of her life. What's she gonna do? Uh, We just heard that Scream 6 has officially wrapped filming. Meanwhile, the recently confirmed Beverly Hills Cop 4 has officially begun filming. Eddie Murphy is back as Detective Axel Foley. He looks exactly the same. I have photos from the set in our Instagram stories right now. Pretty cool to see. Uh, There's a new movie on the way about those guys on Reddit who caused all that chaos with GameStop and the stock market. The movie is called Dumb Money. And Seth Rogen, Pete Davidson, Sebastian Stan, and Paul Dano will all reportedly star together in it. Uh, In TV news, we just found out that three more SNL cast members will not be returning for the upcoming 48th season. Melissa Villasenor, Alex Moffat, and Aristotle Athari are all out. Uh, And this comes after Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, Kyle Mooney, and Pete Davidson all announced their exits. So they're going to rename the show Keenan Thompson Live. Uh, After more than 10 years as a Dancing with the Stars pro, Lindsay Arnold just announced that she's leaving. And while there are plenty of rumors out there about who will be in the cast of the upcoming 31st season, I believe the official announcement will be made next Thursday. Uh, And lastly here, I know a lot of people look forward to this every year. The folks over at Freeform just announced their 31 Nights of Halloween schedule. Their month of programming gets started October 31st with Edward Scissorhands. Lots of Hocus Pocus in here. Maleficent, Ghostbusters. I have the full month of programming posted in our Instagram stories right now if you want to see that at First Thing Pod on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are people going to be watching this weekend? Some new movies out there include Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Sterling K. Brown stars as a pastor alongside Regina Hall in that one. Uh, Bruce Willis has a new movie called Wire Room out now. Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version, has 11 minutes of new footage and will most likely be the number one movie over the holiday weekend. And you guys, Jaws is back in theaters. IMAX in 3D. My wife loves Jaws, so I'm realizing right now that I should try to get tickets for this. Uh, Also, on TV this weekend, in addition to all the college football games tomorrow, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, episodes one and two are out now on Amazon, the most expensive TV show ever made. Uh, You've also got a new episode of House of the Dragon on HBO Sunday night. Between those two shows, I saw a headline recently that said we were living in the age of blockbuster TV, and that's true. Uh, Jurassic Park Dominion hits Peacock today. You can watch that at home. Now the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert is tomorrow on CBS. And Sunday night on Adult Swim, the sixth season premiere of Rick and Morty. On to music now. It's New Music Friday. New music comes out on Fridays. This is a little overview of what's out there. Uh, To be honest, there aren't too many big releases this weekend. Uh, First in country, John Party has a new album called Mr. Saturday Night. And hey, looking at the uh, the album cover here, I think my friend John Shearer took this photo. It's pretty cool. Anyway, here's John Party. It could be your last night coming in here, drinking all by yourself. Megadeth just released their 16th album. They have Ice-T and Sammy Hagar both on there. Uh, the band Two Door Cinema Club have a new one out as well. The Front Bottoms, I like them. They have a new uh, new record out. And Youngblood just released his third album. That's going to be a big one this week for sure. Here's new music from Youngblood.
that concludes New Music Friday. In other music news, Kendrick Lamar just released a short film. It's a five minute and 42 second music video for his song, We Cry Together, starring Kendrick and actress Taylor Page. Uh, Take this for what it's worth, but Taylor Swift's massive fan army is currently predicting that her upcoming album, Midnight's, will be inspired by the 1970s. It it seems like it may be, based on, you know, some of the photos and imagery she's been posting lately. It's got that vibe to it. Avril Lavigne just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yesterday. I have pictures of that in our stories right now, too. Uh, This is a heavier one, but to catch you up here, Wynn Butler, he's the frontman of the band Arcade Fire. He was recently accused of inappropriate behavior. He's denying the allegations, but plenty of people are taking them very seriously. The band just launched a world tour, and while that tour is still happening, the singer Feist just announced her departure from the tour. She was opening for him, and she just can't do it anymore. Uh, She released a lengthy statement explaining her decision. If you'd like to read that, I'll link that in our Instagram stories as well, at firstthingpod.com. And uh, a sad week for many country fans. Florida Georgia Line just played their final show on Wednesday. It was at the Minnesota State Fair. Tyler and Brian thanked the crowd and closed the show with their song, Cruise. Uh, They said on stage, you've enabled us to chase this crazy dream of writing songs and playing shows and hoping somebody will show up to listen. So thank you guys. It means the world to us. All right. Some additional headlines. Now, 53% of Americans plans to get out of town this Labor Day weekend. And according to a Cars.com survey, 80% of travelers will take road trips. Uh, According to experts, if you're hitting the road today, you should plan to leave before 1 p.m. or after 7 p.m. Otherwise, traffic city. Good luck to you. And if you're going to spend the holiday weekend, uh, you know, hunting for deals online, good luck to you, too. An update on that federal judge ruling whether or not former President Trump will get that special master to review the seized documents. That hearing was held yesterday, and the judge has not yet ruled. In fact, there's no indication as to when she might do so. An update now on the water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. Today is day five of little or no water flowing from their faucets as officials struggle to get that water treatment plant back in business. Uh, Schools have been closed all week. Residents are waiting for hours to get bottled water and have been told that if they're going to shower, do it with your mouth closed so you don't swallow any water. Hopefully they get some relief soon. Uh, Twitter announced yesterday that they are ready to roll out their edit tweet feature, which they say is one of their most requested features. They're testing it with a small group of premium users before the, uh, the rest of us get our grubby little hands on it. Uh, The world's biggest offshore wind farm is now fully operational, 165 turbines off the coast of England. According to the company behind it, quote, one revolution of the wind turbine blades can power an average UK home for 24 hours. And you guys, this is a crazy one. 20-year-old Austin Bellamy just woke up from a coma after being stung by about 20,000 bees. Not only that, but he ingested 30 bees, swallowed them. And yeah, it uh, it seems like he's going to recover. This happened while he was helping a friend trim a lemon tree. He cut into a bee nest while harnessed to the tree. So he was just stuck. He couldn't do anything, go anywhere. It's a nightmare. Uh, Wednesday night, he woke up from his medically induced coma. And while the article I read didn't say anything about superpowers, I've seen enough movies to know that he is now B-Man. This is an origin story, if I've ever heard one. Okay, all right. I end the show with a little positivity. This is a a weird one. It's different, but it made me smile. It's just, it's so extravagant. 
Uh, I love it. The story takes place in England. So even though the article I found says football, I'm going to say soccer. It's just it's less confusing here in America. I'm sorry. Uh, so 50 years ago during a school soccer game, Graham Jones pushed the goalie over the goal line in the final seconds of play. Uh, his team then won the game. They advanced due to his shady behavior. And now for the last 50 years, Graham has felt bad about that. So what did he do? He spent a lot of time getting everyone from both teams back together to replay the match. He even got their old PE teacher to come back for it. Uh, he said he was determined to, quote, put right a wrong. He spent about 18 months setting this up, and the, uh, the rematch finally went down on Saturday. In the end, his team lost the game, and Graham said he can now put his demons to bed. Good for him. Kind of crazy, but uh, I'm happy for him. I have some pictures, some then and now pictures of the teams up in our Instagram stories. First thing pod on Instagram. And the show is over now. The show is over now. All right. There you go. My overview of all the headlines. I like to, to cultivate, to organize them and present them on a daily basis. Thank you for making a part of your routine. A full week of shows in the books. Season two. It's fun. Uh, some thank yous now. Kelly Murphy, she posted about the show on Instagram. She seems to be getting married this weekend. So congratulations and best of luck, Kelly. Uh, Gina Reed, thank you for posting about the show. Bronwyn O'Connor Mason, Emily Diaz Kempf, and Christina Ozell. Appreciate you all so much. Uh, I hope you have fantastic Labor Day weekends. Friends, I'm uh, not going to be here Monday, Monday Labor Day. I will be back with a brand new show on Tuesday. Until then, be nice to each other. Let's spread positivity, and I will talk to you soon. Please tell your friends about this show.